Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we are going to do a special episode and let you guys listen in to one of our sessions at Practitioner Weekend. So um, we have several beautiful ladies from across the country with us. Um, do you want to say just a quick hello? Hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> do you want to go around and just maybe say your name and where you're from? Sure. I'm Anna Marie Battis. I'm from Delta, Pennsylvania. I'm Laurel Hart. I'm from Evansville, Indiana. Amy Patterson from Evansville, Indiana. Lisa Herman from Troy, Illinois. Tammy Nash from here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Um, so first I wanted to start off by uh, introducing April, who is from Rollins, Wyoming. She is our special guest this weekend, helping I'm train. always a special guest. Well, she's always a special guest. <laughs> This weekend, she's like an extra special guest because you got to do hands-on kinesiology training. Yes. Yeah. So you were actually my first mentorship that I got to be a part of. So that's always like a sweet memory for me. Almost three. It was like two and a half, almost three years ago now. Um, so it's hard to believe it's been that long. But um, you just recently expanded your business, right? Yes. But what I would really love for you to do is start off by sharing your story. How did you get here? Why did you decide to do the mentorship, and what was that experience like for you? So I've been sick most of my life, right? I'm sure, you know, if you go back in previous podcasts, I'm sure my story's on there, too. Um, and I got very, 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 very sick in my 30s. And um, that's actually when I got into the natural health business because I, I um, started using products and started getting some symptom relief. And so therefore that I was sold, like I was sold. I mean, like this is, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to educate people on how to use products and how to, you know, start getting better. Problem was, was I, I yo-yoed, mm -hmm. felt better, crashed, felt better, crashed, felt better, crashed. Um, I went through some, a very stressful time in my life, an extremely stressful time in my life. Um, I was involved in a, a political battle. I'm not a politician, so you can imagine how that was. Um, I was sick on top of it. You know, I had some family issues, things along those lines. Um, and I fell very deep in the hole. I couldn't function in life. Um, my mental health was completely shot. I mean, I was just pretty much done. And so I continued to search. I knew my whole, my entire endocrine system was not functioning correctly. Um, so I continued to research on things that I could do. And I would try something and try it for like six months. And 
nothing. And so I'd switch to a different protocol and, um, you know, I might feel a little bit of relief because what I was basically doing was symptom management Mm -hmm. with natural products. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm getting my hair done one day and my cosmetologist, cause I am just you know, dead. And she goes, have you seen the naturopath in Cheyenne? And I'm in a really isolated community. Like alternative health is not, it's not like Colorado or California, you know, where it's everywhere. Um, and I was like, what do you mean? And she says, yeah, there's this naturopath in Cheyenne. And so I scheduled an appointment and let's try this out. Two and a half weeks later, um, I felt 50% better, you know, (laughs) um, you know, root cause management really does help a lot. Um, and I had been seeing Dan for probably three, four weeks. And I remember looking at him and saying, I'm going to do what you do. I'm going to do what you do. Because my method is not working. You know, having the, like doing basically like what we do with clients and sitting down and having a consultation and, you know, trying to come up. And all of us do different things. But I mean, that's what I was doing was just sitting down and listening to my clients and trying to help troubleshoot what was happening. Um, so I don't remember how many years later, but I'm, I'm in a job I hate, (laughs) right? I'm unhappy. I feel better, but I'm just not happy. And timing, the universe just fell into my lap. Everything, um, found a building, um, we had paid off debt. Like, you know, there was all this stuff that just kind of, the timing was perfect, um, the school I was going to was going to drastically increase their prices. <laughs> so I signed up for my schooling, started looking for the, you know, looking for a building, found a building, um, contacted Becca and Dan and said, let's go. You know, so I, I'm not one of the practitioners that had an open office and then did the mentorship mm-hmm. because it was a hobby for me, helping people. Okay, I was only earning about $500 a month. Um, so that's to me, was just a hobby, mm-hmm. right? It's something I just wanted to do, mm-hmm. and I wanted them to have um, some sort of buy-in to it, you know, some accountability, you know. And so I opened my doors. Becca had me um, convince me to open two months or prior i don't do that (laughs) she actually didn't force me but she really made me understand that i was missing an opportunity if i opened when i originally planned um so i opened two months early i opened my doors i was monday through friday 10 to 6 or not monday through friday monday through thursday 10 to 6 those were my hours i i always say i had a full schedule i had about an hour open that week in a town the week of, you opened. Yeah, the week I opened. Mm-hmm. Um, in a town of 8,000. Very conservative. Um, rural Wyoming. Rural Wyoming. It's like rancher's country. Everybody eats meat and potatoes. Um, I was the voodoo witch doctor, you know. <laughs> that was what people call me because they don't, they, they don't know. It was very unorthodox for them. Um, and... For that, I will be forever grateful. And that's why people ask me all the time, are you paid to talk about the mentorship? (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't get a kickback (laughs) if you guys sign up. Um, And actually, like, I'm here today teaching for free because this is, I I want to pay them back. Yeah, I want to pay them back for everything that they've done for me. 
you know, because they saved me so much heartache. Um, I am an entrepreneur. Like I said, I did have my natural health business, but my husband and I also run a construction company. Like, and I have a lot of managerial experience, human resource experience, you know, in my past. Um, so opening a new business was not something that I was scared to do, you know, a little daunting, but, and I thought that I knew how to do it effectively, but what I didn't realize is this field is so different mm-hmm. yes, than any is. other business. It is yes, very yes. different because I could take all my business training and it was very hard to apply yes. to this, Absolutely. this field. Yes. Yep. And so, um, because I've already been familiar with the country doctor, I've come in, I knew all the staff, you know, like, um, Dan's been to my house numerous times to teach classes, you know, and stuff. And, um, so for me, it felt very comfortable for me to just literally call Dan up and say, how does this mentorship thing work? And how do I just get on board? You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 And then when I came in for the mentorship, so I'm also one of those people that has to be very prepared. So I had my business plan. I had my marketing plan. You know, I'm ready to go. I remember telling Becca and I were talking about this, um, I think this morning, where I came in and I was like, so what's the agenda for the week? And the, uh, since I was her first, she was like, oh, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> It was my very first one, so I ha- I was like, I that's, that's I don't a that's a great question. I know you're gonna do some shadowing. I know we have plans. I so I'm honestly here as well, learning. Yeah. So in a way, they were kind of partially yeah. they were partially winging it, and I came out very successful. So now my thought is, is now that you've refined it, yeah, <laughs> you guys are paying a lot more than I got. <laughs> But I remember, like, opening my doors. I felt very comfortable. Um, I had all my intact forms in place. Um, They described it to me. I mean, I sat down with Rachel. I sat down with Stacy. Dan's wife was here at the time. Um, Sat down, and and I'm looking at the forms. I'm like, why? Why do you have this? Why do you talk to them this way? Why? 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 And they would sit down for hours with me and Mm -hmm. go through piece by piece. This is why we tell them this. This is why that phone call is so important. This is why you say this when they ask this. This is why this is on this form. Um, And none of my business, I'm sure you ladies have spent a lot of money in business trainings. I know I did. (laughs) I've refrained. (laughs) Seriously. So probably the money I spent in business trainings, if I would have saved that... (laughs) Would have, yeah, would have paid for my mentorship, and then I would have had some extra money in my yeah, yeah extra money in my pocket. <laughs> to me, yeah. it was just it was a wealth of knowledge. Now, yes, I did leave overwhelmed Wednesday. Becca looked at me, and um, I have a harder time handling stress than probably most people. And Becca looked at me and said, um, we're going to set you up with a structural with Craig <laughs> because you need to calm down. <laughs> I think those were my exact words. <laughs> and so I did that, came out, I was refreshed again, ready to go. Um, the nice thing is, is they let you record everything like you ladies have done today. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also, they were just starting the naturopathic blueprint group. So I didn't have like prior to this. We I literally have all just the videos. Yeah. Um, things like that. But come Saturday when I left here, I felt pretty confident. Of course, Becca got phone calls. Hey, I forgot. What was this note I wrote? Like, what What was I trying to say? What does this mean? And, 
And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this here's the thing. So I practice two modalities that Dan doesn't. Mm-hmm. Now, with you ladies who do multiple modalities, mm-hmm. Dan will work with you with your modalities. Mm-hmm. Now, he will not teach you like other modalities besides the modality that he specializes in. Mm-hmm. But he will work with you when you have your business plan or when you're figuring out how your testing is going to look like. Mm-hmm. He will work with you on it. He's very familiar with a lot of the other modalities. Because even though we're all going to do different things, mm-hmm. we're all going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. He'll also coach you kind of on how to integrate. Um, so the idea is that nutritional therapy is always kind of the core focus. You always have to have one core focus. Otherwise, the community gets very confused. What do you do? Right? What it, What is it that you really do? If you do too many things, it's too. They don't receive that well. Do you know what I mean? Right. And the reason that nutritional therapy is our core is because there's so many things he could do. Right? right? He could yeah. do this so many different ways. Is because everybody needs nutrition. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody is nutritionally. Yeah, it's our foundation. Everyone is nutritionally deficient, and everyone needs this. Right? Everyone needs this. So you're not cutting anybody out. And then nutrition makes the biggest impact in the shortest amount of time, mm-hmm. right? And we all need it. So that's why it's our core focus and then designed in the way where it's affordable for the community, mm-hmm. right? So the mentorship is really about having that system in place, right? So that you know exactly what you're doing. I know he's talked to you about being 20 steps ahead of the client, mm-hmm. right? But doing it in a way that you're prosperous and anyone in the community can afford it. But also, how do you get them to receive you well, right? So, like, in your case, you live in, like we are saying, right, middle of nowhere Wyoming, <laughs> rancher's country. They're like, alternative health what? Right? That's very, that's like, a, that's literally, it can be oh, a yeah. confusing There's term. people that have never heard of natural health. Yeah. Okay. They're like, they're, what's that's a naturopath? They're, com- they're genuinely They're like, so do you just, like, send us to Walmart to go get some <laughs> vitamin C? Yeah. You know, I mean, they just didn't yeah. understand. Mm-hmm what this entailed and 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 really the the hard thing was was they didn't understand that they were responsible for their health yeah period but how did the the system set you up to set them up for success well so when i did my mentorship and you know dan sits you down and he says how much money do you want to make and we start working back right we start working backwards of course, you know, I'm like, I want like 200000 a year my first year, you know. And, and he comes back and he's like, okay, this much education needs to be in place. You need to talk to this many people a day. You need to see this many clients a week, you know. And so I'm like, of course, I was like, oh, I could probably do it not 200000 a year. Um <laughs> Let's get a little realistic here and sitting down and saying this. And he says, okay, this is how many classes you need to teach to educate your community. And Dan's familiar with my community, but he's not that familiar. You know, so that's where they come in and they're trying to understand your personal, like how we look at clients, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He doesn't look at you and you and you and you and go, oh, it's all going to be the same, you know? And that's where he's trying to understand your situation. This is why, like, I moved up my opening time two months Mm -hmm. because my particular situation, they knew I would be the most successful if this was my open date. Mm -hmm. 
and they didn't know what was going on in my community. It was just that communication, you know, yeah. and things like that. And taking my input on what I've perceived of my community. And, mm -hmm. you know, like they, I found live demos work very well for me because people are curious in my area. Mm -hmm. And when you're at some event and there is somebody on a massage, well, first off, they're like, are you doing massages? And I'm like, no, would you like to experience what I do? Mm -hmm. And of course it's free, right? It's free. Right. And they sign my little form. Yeah. And they come sit down and I spend about two minutes with them. I don't do a program, right? Mm -hmm. I just tell them what I find. Well, how do I take care of that? Mm -hmm. You come to my class mm -hmm. and you'll find more information there because they're curious. Mm -hmm. Why is she doing this thing with the arm? <laughs> <laughs> And people, people walk by, this is my favorite, is they walk by and they see the person on the table and at first they assume massage and then they see their arm up and you doing this stuff and they're like, wait, what is happening over there? What are they doing? And then, so, so, so we should share this. Yeah, we did a vendor event, right? You had a health fair. The one and only health-related activity my town has all year. All year. And there is no holistic health education well now they're starting to get more yeah. but and you in, bring a lot yeah like in my previous years i always went because they always give you the cool stuff right you know like right. get cool pens and oh, you know band-aids and yeah chachis <laughs> <laughs> um and so there was never any holistic education for me there that's just this is the place where i would go to see if there was anything that would help me mm -hmm. um so like, we did that, brought it to it. Mm -hmm. Well, and I was just going to say, it was funny how people would literally crowd around. So it would be, you know how when you're walking through, like, a vendor, and you see one, it we're like, why are there, like, 12 people crowded around that one booth? What's going on, yeah. right? And so that was kind of the cool thing about the demos was that she would just be testing somebody, right? And people would just walk up. Watch. What are you doing? Oh, would you like to experience? Fill out your information here, you know? <laughs> and so um, it was just very natural. And we and she literally just, we had people surrounding that booth the majority the of the day. The guy next to us, they were covering his booth and he was getting upset because nobody could see him. Because and nobody the crowd would stop was his. so big at our table. But we learned, we experimented with that. Becca said, let me throw out this idea what do you think about doing this? And of course I'm like, sure. You know, if you think it'll work, it's worth a shot. You know, it doesn't cost me anything but time. Mm -hmm. And that's when we learn my community responds very yeah. well to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. You know, but I would have never thought that. That's fascinating. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to say right now, like every person in this business has very unique strengths. And every person in this building We'll share them with you. They don't hold anything back. We're not competition. Mm -hmm. We're support. You know? Mm -hmm. And and I always push that we are not competition. I don't care if you have 20 naturopaths in your town of 8,000. That is not competition. That is support. I talked to a woman, a practitioner, who was in a town of 3,000. And there was like five practitioners. There was like... Two chiropractors, no, it was like a chiropractor, two massage therapists, and two naturopaths. And she barely had enough time to talk to me on the phone because she was so busy. 
And I'm like, I'm fascinated by this, right? Because all I hear all day long is there's too much competition or they don't have enough money or my town is too small or I mean, I could make a list of, right, all of the reasons why we don't succeed. Mm-hmm. But here she is in this rural town, 3,000 people, and they got five practitioners and they're all, and she said they're all busy because they've all, edu- they've all contributed to educating the community and work together. So the community is completely bought in and then they share clients, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we have to let go of the, the limiting beliefs that, yeah. right? That, that it's too expensive or that they don't care about their health or um, there's too much competition, whatever it is, that's all up here, mm-hmm. right? Well, what, we, what I tend to see with a lot of the educators, not all of them, is they're only gonna give you this much. <clears throat> They're only going to give you this much, mm-hmm. or you pay for my program, or you know what I mean? Like, and yes, in a way, that's the same way here. But if you look in that group, mm-hmm. there's no other group like this that will share this much. Everything. And they're on there and they're like, and then we use this intake form, and then I see, Please, you know, Amory everything. comment and go, can I get that? And Becca's like, oh, yeah, I'll email it to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. I'll email it to you. We'll share it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and that's really what I like about this place. And you have all these people. Like I sat Craig down. Craig says he's the worst businessman. That's going to be my next question. If you would just share kind of your experience the whole week, what so, that week was like, like each, you know. So I actually sat, my goal was I'm going to talk to all of you. I'm going to learn everything I possibly can. And I sit Craig down and he goes, you probably don't want to talk to me about business stuff. I'm a really bad businessman. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, but what did you learn when you had your business? And he shared with me why he closed it. It wasn't because he wasn't good. <laughs> for those of you that don't know Craig is one of our clinicians on staff he's not here this weekend but he does do most of our practitioner weekends um, he is utterly amazing he is hes if you sit him down and pick his brain he's utterly genius too he knows all of this like the back of his hand he did have his own clinic down in Colorado um, but he just wants to mend arms he doesn't want to deal with all of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. this is kind of a win-win for him because then he just gets to come in and do testing all day long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he doesn't have to deal with all the other stuff, but he knows it all. So he's still a really good person too. Well, he gave me some great business advice. You know, great business advice. And he doesn't care. Like, he'll share it with you. Mm-hmm. You know? He wants everybody to be successful. Yeah. 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 So what was your week like, though? Like, kind of walk through what, like, there's, there's the thing, there's a lot, there's pre-work, right? You got to do pre-work. And there's follow-up, which I think is like the bread and butter of the whole thing, because I've never done a program where I had follow-up coaching and mentoring. I've, you know, like, yeah, I've been to several trainings where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I'm so excited to go home and right implement this or practice this. Mm-hmm. And then I get home and I run into these challenges that I didn't, um, they didn't go over that. I don't know what to do here. I didn't, they didn't say anything about this happening, right? So it's when you go to implement anything, mm-hmm. you run in, right? So having that person that you can call and say, hey, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> this didn't come, you know, because we can't teach you everything True. in one. You can't teach your clients everything, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing. And so I think the follow-up coaching is like the biggest piece of it 
You also have the accountability. We meet with you every single week. Okay, you had this to do in week one. What'd you, you know, where are we at? Did you get everything done? What challenges did you run into? Like, you just don't get that anywhere else. But I want you to share the week here. Okay. Yeah. So it started off, I think, day one. It's been a while, so. Um, I think all I did was just follow Dan. Mm-hmm. And then he, so I had been a client, and so I was very curious what he had been doing to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because something would happen to my arm, and I'm like, why does that happen? And he's like, it's okay, it's okay. You know, and so it was really, I was really curious. And so day one, I think I followed him around, and everything he touched or pulled, I was like, why'd you do that? <laughs> what did that just tell you? What is that? What is that there? Um, and so he would, huh? I'm talking about you. <laughs> so day one. No, I'm kidding. John's check sheet parasites. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I just want to reach out a couple things he's asking about. So day one, I just followed him around. I was really curious. I wanted to know what he'd been doing to me. He was like really good about answering my questions. Um, I think day two, he started showing me how to do the notes. Um, my notes are not like I took what he gave me and I have converted it to what works for me. Sure. You know, um, but he had me taking notes and, and really paying attention. Like I would know, um, note that they're not having valve movements. You know, like pay special attention to this. He would, you know, point this stuff out to me. Um, he would also be testing, and sometimes he would ask me stuff. You know, what did you pick up from the day before? Like, and he's like, what? What do you think this is telling me when this is happening? Or you know, what do you think might be? And so it was really kind of to get me thinking of how I can implement some of the stuff. Day three, like I said, I was a mess. Um, so after my structural, I sat down with Rachel. I sat down with Stacy. I sat down with Craig. Um, Thursday, we did some more following with Dan. Um, I think I was following Craig around, if I remember correctly. If he, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I was following Craig around, um, sitting down with Becca, you know, like um, Friday. Friday was my business plan day, I think. Yeah, strategy session. And so yeah. we get the business plans out. He's made a copy. He's looking, I'm looking at my copy. And this is where we go. What's your goal? What's your goal? How much money do you want to make? How often do you want to work? Things like that. And so we start working on that. And he's he's read through my my business plan. I would recommend you tweak this to this. Mm-hmm. I would recommend that you look at this perspective and possibly change this. You know, and would explain to me why. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you guys have heard Dan's story, but he went through a very vicious struggle with his business Mm -hmm. you know and learned a lot and the fact that he's willing to share I was just sure what do you need me to change you know and I've I've been successful you know and I'm very happy no I'm not a millionaire but that wasn't my goal I don't want 15 minute appointments I like to talk <laughs> and I like to talk to my clients about how are the kids, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, not just health, but you know, really get to know my clients. Um, so I will never change that. And he understands that. Okay, then this is 
what? and you get to design it yeah. how you want. Part of that strategy session is, okay, so you want to make this much money. You want to work this many days a week. You want, you know, this is kind of your vision. Does that align? Mm-hmm. Right. We can't make a million dollars and work one day a week. Right. And so that's where he breaks it down of do these things actually align? And we usually end up editing them. Right. So we usually yeah. end up going, um, you know, like more realistic. Right? Okay. <laughs> okay. I actually, maybe I don't want to make that much. I want to make this much because this is how hard I want to work or this is what I'm willing to do. Right. And so let's redesign it a little bit. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I love about strategy sessions. We yeah. just kind of like try and bring it all together and create that bridge mm-hmm. between where you're at, where you want to be. Well, right. and how many of us um, just kind of jumped in to our business? Like, you know, my construction business, I have a business plan. We just opened it up. Here we go, you know. And so um, Becca has given my phone number to anybody, you know, that wants to talk to me. And I talked to um, especially one recent practitioner who has been doing this, I believe, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, came down for a shadow day. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Just even the small education, I'm, I'm assuming she's doing the mentorship because she was, seemed really excited because her business was not going on track. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't going the way that she wanted to. Let's cut out all the And we have had that. We've had people come through that were in year two, three, that hadn't drawn a paycheck. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's it, tough. It is tough. <laughs> So what? Discouraging. Discouraging, yeah. And then you had testing day. Testing yeah. day was fun. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys did with me in there mm-hmm. all day. <laughs> and there's video. Brain, boom. Is that what I used to always say? Brain, Brain you were going boom. boom. Yeah. <laughs> Brain, boom. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, like talking to some of the people who were there, because some of them we still actually developed friendships off of that and they were like you I learned so much by being your test dummy yep. laying on the table yeah um so did a lot of testing finishing up whatever I had whatever started scheduling like our follow-up calls things like that you know and that was basically my last day mm-hmm. and I left and I called probably every day <laughs> for the next few weeks <laughs> And then I opened, you know, I do recommend if you're going to do the mentorship, don't do it six months before you open or, you know, all of you are pretty much in practice, you know, so that's not a big deal. But, you know, I, I did my mentorship in February, I opened April 30th. And if it would have been too much time in between, I, I don't really recommend more than 90 days. I would say 60, 90 tops. Hmm. 60 days, 90 tops. She did, you had about 60 days? Is that right? I think I came like the second or third week of February and I opened April 30th, whatever that is. Yeah. My birthday. (laughs) I knew it was a good day. Yeah. (laughs) It was a good day. What questions do you have, if any? What was the hardest thing to, to. implement when you got home? Um, That's a great question. Some of the Some of the education that you received with the mentorship um, or that I received actually threw me pretty far out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But it was crucial and important. 
what I like. Um, so I don't like to talk on the phone. Okay. So, and I understand the importance of phone calls. Okay. And um, it took probably a year of Dan saying, these are important. These are important. These are important. You know, because I come to every practitioner weekend and then talk, these are important. And I'm like, Dan, I cannot do it. And what I like about him is him saying, yes, you can. We just need to do it a different way. So when I get a first client before their, or when I get a, a new client before their first visit, my question is, I prefer texting. Would you prefer, if I have questions, to text you or call you? I have not had a single client ask me to call them. So they're okay with the text? They are okay with the text, and I'm okay with that. You found you're happy yeah. versus not doing it. Yeah. Love it. Um, that was my biggest challenge, was trying to follow through with what I know was effective. Mm -hmm. um, and, and But we came to, it took a year. It took a year <laughs> to get to that point, and I'm sure I lost a lot of clients because of it. Thank you. That was helpful. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, classes? How did classes play a role? I know you. I love to teach. I truly love to teach. Um, and so I was in a single wide trailer. I had four parking spaces at my and and I'm a residential area, so you know you can't take up all the neighbors' parking. Mm -hmm. So I was uh, renting a room. I was paying to rent a room at the library to teach my classes. Going great, going great. Um, I remember my one nutrition class, I think my biggest one was like 42 or 43 people. Wow. In wow. this small town, by the way. Um, and the library had some issues. They started closing when I was having classes. They had issues with the outside door going in. It's, there's numerous businesses in, in this one building. Um, so I stopped doing classes. And this is what I, my, my revenue started just going down and going down and going down and going down and going down. So I come to practitioner weekend and Dan goes, what's your biggest struggle? Well, this is what I'm seeing and I don't understand why this is happening. I'm educating my clients. You know, they're coming in. They leave with, I over-educate. I'm like, here's a handout for this. Here's a handout for this. Like, here you go because you're not going to remember. And he goes, how many classes are you doing? None. <laughs> I have an online one. Um, and he said, okay, what's the problem? You know? And so we had to like, okay. So what, what we're going to do is you're going to park, not in your parking area, and you're going to let four people come to your class. Mm -hmm. Ask people to carpool. You know? Start having classes again, and we start going back up, back up, back up, and... Mm -hmm. You know, and he told me, you have to have this many classes a month to hit your goal. Did you teach different classes each time or? So um, when I first started, it was two introductory classes a month. Like the orientation? Yep. Okay. Um, one nutrition class. Um, and then I was teaching one specialty class, more focused class. Right now, we had started um, before COVID, mm -hmm. and we tried this since COVID. 
um, adding in a ton more classes. We've moved. We have a new building. I have unlimited. She moved parking. in the middle of quarantine, basically. Yeah, um, I took advantage of isolation time to transfer everything to a new building. You were already <laughs> in the pro. Like yeah. this was already planned, and she was in the process of buying this building. But then it was like, okay, well, we got to close anyways, and this is let's go ahead and take you know let's get moved in. <laughs> um, so now I have unlimited par- parking. Um, I can't tell you where I'm at now because. I started doing classes again and have not had the best response. So I don't know if it's something with me, something COVID. with... I think it's COVID. Yeah, yeah. with, like, with yeah. what's happening. Nobody's so we kind of have backed off again. Mm-hmm. Um, I will still do my intro classes. So online is not an option for you? She has an online class. Mm-hmm. It doesn't... Let me tell you this. When I ask them when they come in, my first question is I start asking them what they liked best about my online introductory class. And I have Thinkific, so I can actually see when they complete it. Okay, they log in, tells me 80% done, 90% done, whatever, you know, done. And I come in and I say, what was your favorite part? And they go, uh. Why do they just sit there and do the dishes? And it's just not as effective not. as that eye to eye, face to face. You get that that yeah. connection. It'd be kind of like if you watch Dan and I on video versus being here. Right. How's yeah. it different? I'm distracted by everything else that I need to get done. Exactly. Yes. It's an accountability yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and not even that for me. It's just it's a I, focusing. Yeah. It's like I see everything that needs to be done, and it pulls me in that direction. Yeah. For some reason. Yes. So here, I'm like, you're just here. Realtor, leave me alone. (laughs) Well, and what what I've learned about in-person classes, the most important part is people feel like um, it's more more important to them because they can ask those questions. So as I'm doing something, and they're, oh, oh, that's triggering something, and they can say, hey. Will that work for this? Or you know what I mean? And then you're listening to them too. And you know, the most important thing we can do for any client is listen to them because nobody else listens to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and so to me, I think they feel more special. Mm -hmm. And I actually prefer smaller classes. I do because I'm able to spend more one-on-one with them Mm -hmm. and they appreciate that more. I mean, I'll teach a big class, but I prefer the... The, the more intimate ones, mm-hmm. you know, but they're very important. And Dan, I'm stubborn. And Dan sometimes has to hammer into my head. You need to recognize this. You need to recognize this, mm-hmm. you know, and it just takes me a little while to recognize. Well, and we love the <laughs> online classes. We have to have those available, especially right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's good to have that as an option. And we have it online as well. So we always allow practitioners, if they want to use that till they get their own, they're always welcome to. But um, it's kind of like going to a concert versus watching it on TV. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that too. Like you have you Friday know? afternoon or Friday morning, mm-hmm. you know, online. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I forget that because something else pulls my attention. I know. Yeah, yeah. And if in person, I drop everything else Mm -hmm. and come. 
and I think that's for most people. Mm-hmm. Too many other things are, are for sure attention. Yeah. For sure, but yeah. I think it's a community thing too. I think that they show up and they're like, "We're not the only ones that have mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. We're not the weird ones. Right. There's other people that feel like I do." And also, if they've driven there, they've gotten in their car, they've gotten a babysitter, they've, I mean, That's they've got right. some skin in the game. Yes, to yes, that too. Be able to kind of move forward. They're showing you they can show yeah. up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But unfortunately, with COVID right now, we can't always do that. And so, yeah. I mean, Time is a Zoom class yeah. is better than a recorded class because you can still get some. Yeah. Q&A and, and, you know, yeah. a little bit of help that way. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do some of those classes. And here's another thing. Um, I love to teach, but I was also very intimidated when it came to, like, teaching the types of classes I needed. Here's your nutrition class. All right here. <laughs> Yay. <Okay>. Simple. <laughs> it's all right here. You can print this out and be like, here you go. How long do you schedule them for now? Um, I, I'm a talker. <laughs> um, <laughs> our intro class is 35 minutes, about 30, 35 minutes. Um, our nutrition class is about an hour. Yeah. So I try to squeeze mine in, the nutrition part. In that hour, my class lasts about two and a half. Because then everybody's like, hey, can I talk to you? Yeah. Hey, How about this? How about that? And I will sit there and talk forever. I also think, you know, um, like you were talking about in your the office that you moved from, you only had four parking spot right, park four parking spots and Dan said, Hey, then have four people in class. That's always a big thing I try to stress as well, is like if you have one person show up, that's awesome. Let's not be sad because we <laughs> wanted twenty or more or whatever. If you have one person or two people do something like this. We've done several classes yeah. with a round table of three yeah. to four people. Um, it actually can be even more of a connection and build that relationship. Yeah. And so, um, and especially for anybody who maybe is not excited about doing classes that's outside of their comfort zone, start small. Don't try and start big. Start with the small round tables of you know, two to four people, get comfortable with that, mm-hmm. then work up to 10, then work up to 20 standing in front of the room, right? Mm-hmm. See, and I, I, that's why I like the smart classes. You all know me. I don't wear shoes, usually in like <laughs> shorts and stuff. And what I do is I just move chairs around in my thing. I have no shoes. My legs are crossed up on the chair. You know, I'm not standing up there and spewing whatever I'm spewing, but I'm, I'm literally just hanging out with some new friends. Yeah. It's comfortable and not stiff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't like the, that's what I told you ladies earlier. I have taught people kinesiology one-on-one. It was a little intimidating to be standing up there in front of four very experienced women Right. Mm-hmm. That's the most intimidating part. Yeah. yeah. And having mm-hmm. to teach, and I feel somewhat um, intimidated or inferior. inferior. Inadequate. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the minute you ladies were like, we don't care if you wear shoes and you sit yeah. on the table, like I felt just so much better. We're just four, <laughs> we're just five friends now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sharing each other's experience, you know, and touching each other's parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should not know that about my pancreas. <laughs> well, we had we had quite the yeah, the moment yeah. earlier. 
But that's what I like. I mean, I'm going to keep going that, back yeah. to the, membership, the mentorship. I got more out of this. I, I tell, I have told Becca, and you guys can go back on videos and podcasts, I ripped these guys off. I got so much more than what I paid because my first year I made, I think, 65000 And by first year, I mean from May to, or April 30th to December. December. Oh, so not even, yeah. you were already a quarter into the year. Yeah. So, but you had that in you, and they helped you to blossom the program. Mm-hmm. But so here's that is a really, really thank you so much. That's a really good point because you can have the absolute perfect system, but if the person isn't coachable and willing to do it, then the system doesn't mean anything. It's no different than the product that the client won't take. You could write the perfect program, but if the client doesn't take the product. <laughs> Right? Or they don't follow your food recommendations, they're not going to get results. Mm -hmm. So it's so, so similar. She was coachable. She was willing to take action, right? And she had that drive and desire. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what you have, that's what you have to bring and then we'll lay it out and you can choose to do it or not do it. It's like the perfect herbal formulation. (laughs) (laughs) So have any of you ladies done network marketing? Yes. Okay. Yes. Remember the duplicatable yep. process, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Every network marketing company has a very effective duplicatable process. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best things about them. So does Dan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have other practitioners that have come in my building mm-hmm. and they're going, what do I need? And I'm going back to this and saying, this is what we need to have even though they do completely different things. But you're selling this is your, their health. There's, you're selling improvement in a person's life, mm-hmm. not a um, uh, an oil or a... Yes, um, but it's still a, the same concept. There's a level of care because who mentioned the Juice Plus person? Okay, it was a task of selling a product yes mm. you are selling a better quality of life in people yes there's a care yes and a concern and a yeah. love for people yes that a product mm-hmm. just doesn't do yes, yes. you're investing yes. what you know to help the betterment of another person yes but I still see it the same in a way because it's sales Regardless, it is sales. Yeah, and so where their effect, and I like to use network marketing because everybody, most everybody's done it, Mm -hmm. and they understand that duplicatable or franchises, same thing. Yeah, that duplicatable Mm -hmm. process, Mm -hmm. and so I was just giving perspective that this is what this is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, system. But I I like your point though because you want to brand yourself as a professional. You're branding yourself. You're not branding your products. I think that's the biggest mistake that natural health practitioners make mm-hmm. is they 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 highlight the products mm-hmm. instead of themselves and what they bring to the table. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you want to brand yourself as the professional in the community. If you make it just about the products, that's why people go Google or go on Amazon or eBay and try and find it cheaper. Then take you out of the equation. 
right? Which is why we don't have that, right? That's a big thing for us that we don't want our products on Amazon or eBay. So um, just keeping that in mind that you want to brand yourself as this professional who offers these services that no one else does. And I'm only recommending these products if you absolutely need them and they're the best fit for you right now. Mm -hmm. The products aren't, so the more education you bring, right? And you're not trying to sell a starter kit. Yeah, yeah, every yeah, person yeah, that yeah. comes along. Right? It's not you a know. cookie cutter. Right, right. I've had a brand new, or not a brand new client, but like a new client walk out my door with one thing. Mm -hmm. I've had others walk out with four, five. And that's why I'm saying it's a quality yeah. of life that you are yeah. providing. For yeah. So I think it's also like a retention and compliance thing also, because like when you're just selling products, even if you are in the wellness industry and it is a wellness product, a lot of times what you see is, and this is where people get very disenchanted with network marketing businesses, is that they like the person that's selling it to them, even if they are a professional mm -hmm. and the, the product is a very high grade pr product, is that there's not an investment in that relationship or that partnership. And they also don't tell you how to use the product to better your life. You sell the starter kit. Right. And there's no there's there's no habit training or, right. or habit um, changing because you're going to end up with the same results because you mm -hmm. don't know what to do with that. And that's when people end up with all that product right. and they're like, what do I do yeah. with these things? And then they get mad at you because like, okay, you get, you, know, you said I needed all these products, so I got all these products, but all this money. And but I, then I'm again, it goes back to us as professionals teaching people that we will meet them where they're at, but they have to go this much further. Yeah, well, they forget the that investment point. is only <laughs> in themselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, which is yeah. cool. Any other questions before we wrap up? Good? No, Feel like no. we covered it? Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. All thank right, so well, much, thank April. you. Yeah, thank Thanks, you so April. much, April. Thank you, April. Mm -hmm. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint, the podcast. In order to get connected with us by way of Facebook or online or with our LinkedIn accounts, check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. It's countrydoctorwholesale.com. There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So again, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast.